Welcome back to Salt Cravings, your number one news for salt tasting podcast. <laughs> Today we're tasting strawberry salt. My name is Claire, and my name's Brianna. Brianna, do you wanna do you wanna taste this here strawberry salt for sure, me? Sure, I'd, yeah. I'd love to. I just wanna uh, first give a little background history on on the strawberry salt. It was uh, developed in the strawberry salt mines of uh, Nicaragua, where there were strawberry trees um, that then got into the ground and combined with the salt to make strawberry salt. And and I'm really, really excited to to try this. Great. Um, yeah. So gonna... Great. Can you, without using the word strawberry, please describe the flavor of the salt? Sure. It's, you know, it's this sweet and salty combination, of mm-hmm. course. It's got that, that nice tang. So that's what I would say the strawberry salt tastes like. Great. Do you want to taste some salt or do we want to do our podcast? Mm, I mean, I do like salt. <laughs> Why don't we just, yeah, I think, I think this is it, right? We, we are just now about salt. I think I'm, we've always been about salt. Right. We've always been about salt and we're going to continue being about salt. We are about the eternal salt. Do you want to give me a salty craving? So the thing is, it is kind of a salty craving that I have today. <laughs> Great. Um, which is to say, it's been a while since we've done food cravings on Ooh. this podcast. Some people may have ended up feeling like you can't even crave food, but I'm here to remind you that you yeah. can. <laughs> wow. <laughs> If we don't tell them, they just will not. Yeah, they won't know that you can crave food. Um, it's really good that we're the inventors of cravings. I, we're the where, inventors Where of would cravings. cravings come from if not from this podcast? Exactly. You'd have to just pull them out of the air. We dictate what the cravings are. Yeah. Um, these are manufactured. These come from a <laughs> craving factory. We don't just come up with these. We are hand-delivered them. Yeah, we have all our staff develop new cravings every day, um, delivering it straight to us so that we can report it to you. And so my craving today is, so salad is a good thing in general, but a lot of salad... Uh, what, what kind? What kind is? There's so many stuff. Like just in ge- like in general. In general, uh, I mean, it, it does. It's not any one particular salad. That's not the important thing here. I'm just saying salad uh, exists and is good. <laughs> I just want to remind <laughs> all of you out there that salad exists. Salad exists and it is good for you, and that's good. But what if I have a salad of Skittle flavors? Then, I mean, that's your own fucking fault. That's that's on you. But the thing about salad is that it doesn't always taste uh, good. Oh. Um, to me, at least. I really need a good salad dressing to make a salad come together and be enjoyable. You know, there's there's good salad dressings out there. There's stuff that I like. There's some balsamics that I'm into. I'm good with a Caesar every once in a while. But... I really need more good and unique salad dressings. So to to give an example of what I mean, at one point I was the leader at a uh, queer camp, and at that at that camp there was a really good salad dressing, a maple balsamic, which in addition to tasting excellent is also a salad dressing type that I have not seen since. And so I really, really want some more good and unique salad dressings. Claire, do you have any ideas for new salad dressings? Mm, Strawberry salty shake. 
Okay, well. It's just a milkshake. It's a strawberry milkshake, but you put the strawberry salt <laughs> in it, and then you pour it on your salad. <laughs> I mean, milkshakes, as we know, are just a milkier salad dressings. True. So it really is just, you know, the two are linked pretty, pretty clearly. I find often if you do just put a scoop of ice cream <laughs> on your salad, because it does taste a little better. <laughs> Yeah, when I think of, oh yeah, I want kind of a healthy snack, <laughs> like a salad of some kind. I just want a small right. side salad and a scoop of vanilla on top. <laughs> just a few pieces of lettuce and a big hub of ice cream. <laughs> All right, so we've got this, so we've we've developed this new salad, uh, but we're unsure about the dressing. Hey, <laughs> you know there's an ice cream factory across the street. Huh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and I like that it has the strawberry salt in it, right? Yeah, it's thematic. It has to fit the theme. Because mm-hmm. there are, you know, there are, like, strawberry balsamics. Um, For sure. And there's and there's like also that. strawberries in salads. There's also strawberries in salads. There's great salads that have strawberries in them. Like an olive pickle and strawberry salad. <laughs> <laughs> no lettuce. No spinach. No nothing. Just olives. What do you think the pickles, pickles. are for? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I, I really... You need your green from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have you been eating your greens? Yep, I've been eating my greens. Pickles. Uh, pickles with the salty milkshake salad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think salt is a good avenue to kind of go down for salad dressings. Also, it doesn't... Like, a salad dressing is all about that flavor. So what if we invent yeah. the salad seasoning, where it is just Ooh. different seasoning salts? Yeah, and then you can, if you want a dry salad, if you want your mouth to feel like it has just been scraped up all by those like chunky little pieces, and there's no lubrication with the oils or the yeah. creamies, uh- <laughs> <laughs> the creamies as they call them. Ah, yes. Yeah, so we have okay. So we have our uh, uh, a large array of salad dressings. We have uh, balsamics. The oil, the oil based. We have some yeah. some some oil based, some oilies, and then we have some cream based ones, some creamies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, that's that's exactly that what was it my is. intention. So I think if you do want a dry, yeah, a dry mouth feel, you just throw on that salt, like just. Think garlic salt salad. Yeah, garlic salt salad. Or, you know, with a seasoning salt, like you could do barbecue seasoning salt if you Mm. really want a barbecue salad. Yeah. Or like, you know, curry. Just seaweed ground down. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you know, a seaweed salad. Yeah. Or, or... Lettuce salt. Lettuce salt. I mean, we have celery salt, so why not lettuce salt? They're basically the same thing. Now, now, let's... I want to take this a step further. Of course you do. (laughs) What if instead of lettuce, we just put the lettuce salt in and instead of celery, we just put the celery salt in (laughs) and we just sort of make a salt out of every component and then we put it all in a bowl and then we have salt salad. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, it's, it's just salad salt. See, this is great because then you have a whole spectrum of dryness to your salad. Yeah. You can go like wet where you have just pureed your salad and added the creamies and then you have the other side of the spectrum where it is just a bowl full of differently flavored salts. 
When people think about salad, the main question that they have is, how wet versus dry do I want this experience? Yeah. And so this really helps with that, where you can puree mm-hmm. or you can just have it all in salt. I like also the salad salt idea because then you can put the salad salt on whatever you want and be like, yeah, yeah I'm eating salad. Put salad <laughs> salt on a hamburger. <laughs> My salad burger. It's a garden (laughs) burger. There's a whole salad in there. I bet you wouldn't believe it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that would also be really good for your sodium intake. Mm -hmm. I would like to also suggest another type of salad dressing. The cheese salad dressing. um, Which is different from cheese. Yes, in that it is uh, like processed. It's sort of like cheese whiz. Oh, great. I was, that was what came to my mind was cheese whiz, my absolute favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, mine too, of course. It's everyone's favorite thing. Everyone, yeah. everyone just wants that processed cheese flavor. And mm-hmm. now you can have it on a salad. I love that it is not processed cheese. It's just the flavor of processed cheese. Yes. You do have some of that metallic tang in there from the factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or American cheese, as they call it, mm. for some reason. Maybe because it's a godless thing that only Americans <laughs> could come up with. It's because cheese looked at it and went, yeah, that's 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 what a cheese would be if it wasn't American. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The thing about the cheese salad dressing is you can combine it with all sorts of traditional salad dressing flavors. So you have your cheddar balsamic, you know? But it's not actual cheddar, of course. As we so know. is that just oil and cheese? Like, wouldn't that get... No, it's a vinegar in there. Uh, great, great. Um, <laughs> I'm just worried about how the separation you know how no that's part mix. of the that's part of the fun uh, oh that's part of uh so it's sort of just like two it. different salads it is exactly it's like <laughs> you you see often very very fancy chefs they really want each bite to be a different experience <laughs> and much like they this is meticulously why... it like put together meals and and food items yeah. to be you know, a different experience every bite. We're doing the same thing here. This is why every good chef, this is why the best chefs do just deconstruct their food and do just lay it out on a plate. So when you are eating your salad, you do just have two pieces of lettuce next to a pile of cheese with a bowl of oil. And then you can just sort of (laughs) make your own salad. It is. You do take a piece of lettuce, wrap a piece of cheese inside of it, and then dip it in oil and shove it in your gullet. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, one could choose to only put some of it in, but then you're A, wasting. If you do, you are thrown out and also arrested (laughs) because it's illegal. It's illegal to not have all the components of the salad together. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure, for sure. I think that that's that's accurate. I think, yeah. You've committed a food crime. You've committed a food crime, which this is the thing that we're talking about is definitely not food crimes. The things we're (laughs) making are definitely not food crimes. They're good and positive. They're food crimes against humanity. (laughs) Food crimes against humanity. That's what we're all about here. It's the new board game. God. As you go around the board, you have to eat different awful, (laughs) like, food combinations. It's like Monopoly, but instead of collecting property, you just eat the board. (laughs) It's still made out of cardboard. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's just slightly differently flavored cardboard. (laughs) Yeah, just slightly, you know, flavored cardboard, as they say. (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh my god. The possibilities are endless with unique salad dressings, mm-hmm. and we could really go on and on, but I am wondering if you have any cravings upon this day. I do have one more flavor for a salad dressing. Please give me the one more flavor for the salad dressing. Cardboard creamies. Okay, that's been salt cravings, everyone. We're <laughs> done here. We're done the show. Um, okay, so is it like, okay, I need to know. It, it's, is it's... the cardboard wet? Well, no, you see, it's one of your creamies, but it's cardboard <laughs> flavor. <laughs> you know, like when you eat a Monopoly board, but it's not the flavored edition. When you go to eat that food board game, Monopoly... <laughs> And you forget that it's actually just normal Monopoly, and yeah. you take a bite out of your uh-huh. board, and it is just cardboard, and yeah. you immediately regret your decision. Yeah, that that does sound about right. So there's no actual cardboard in the, in the salad. It's I, cardboard flavoring. Right, it's just cardboard No flavoring. one really knows what that is. <laughs> right. It's a secret recipe. I mean, I would say that there is the alternative of you could just have, like, instead of the lettuce, have cardboard. Mmm, crunchy. Um, this is very much forbidden snacks territory <laughs> of just like, all right, so instead of lettuce, you have cardboard. Instead of uh, strawberries, you have marbles. You have marbles. <laughs> instead of goat cheese, you have glue. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> little just globs of glue. And as a salad dressing, you have gasoline. Great. Can you save us and? Give us a different craving that isn't this cursed. Yeah, sure. Um, I actually wanted to try something a uh, little, little different out this uh-huh. time. Yeah. So I'm thinking I want to do a mega craving where I'm just gonna take both of my cravings. Oh. And now this is my craving. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. So wait, this is like a mech. Like, kind of a Voltron style. It's like if Voltron was enjoyable. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. also a podcast. And also about cravings. And also about cravings. Okay, so give me this Voltron of a craving. Right. So I do have a class, um, Creative Writing for Young Adults and Children. <laughs> creative Writing, who would study that? <laughs> Fucking losers. Yeah. So I thought, because this is your specialty, it Brianna, is. <laughs> it is, yeah. um, I thought there was no better thing to do than I have an assignment for the first chapter of a novel. And I've I've done I've done a quick rough draft and there's two mm-hmm. parts of the scene of the first chapter. I wanna quickly read the first scene and then I want us to come up with the world. Okay. Because yeah. I thought I thought maybe you'd be into that. I am into this. I'm terrified. You're and terrified. Excited. Okay, great. <clears throat> I'm gonna give you zero background because this no is this is the first scene of the opening chapter. It has to stand on its own. Yeah. And now I will warn you, and also everyone listening, it's a rough draft. That's okay. Everything's a rough draft. That's I don't think so, but thank you. You're welcome. Please <clears throat> go. Otto loved finishing a job with a bang. But fire was acceptable, too. Smile, will ya? They said, trying to get an image of their target. You know, your organics always get embarrassed over the littlest things, the most useless things, really. They put their communicator away. I'll tell you a little secret, though. I've been embarrassed, too. Oh, yes, sirree. I was rot with embarrassment when I shot at the old Federation leader, Admiral Raylia. I don't know if you were around then. You seem a little green, but that's who Admiral Jacques replaced. Regardless, I shot and I missed. I mean, I didn't miss. I never miss. I meant to get her in the heart, you know, quick and painless. But I got cocky. Didn't calculate the probability of her standing up. And of course, Corazian biology means I had her right smack in the middle of her 
her forearm. Oh, the noise was terrible. So loud, let me tell you. It took me a whole 16 milliseconds to get the next round off, but by then the alarm had already started and I was behind schedule. You see, I keep a very tight schedule on missions. Less room for variables. Ding! Auto paused. Bounty received. They glanced back at the wide-eyed Andromeda Federation soldier tied up across the table. Anyways, I don't mean to keep you. Otto downed the rest of the organic soldier's drink, shot the soldier in the head, stood up, and headed towards the exit of the currently burning bar. You are now behind schedule by 50.64 seconds. Otto's sub-process chimed in. It would appear that telling a dead man that you keep a very tight schedule has, in fact, not made it true. Otto headed towards their ship. Listen, I could come up with new calculations faster than any of those backwater organics would even think to send a distress signal back to their CO. Fortunately for us, the distress was sent when you arrived. Otto immediately recognized the gurgling voice they detest. I'm gonna try that again. That was yeah, gurgly enough. I need you to gurgle. <clears throat> Fortunately for us, the distress was sent when you arrived. Otto immediately recognized the gurgling voice they detested, almost as much as they loved their own voice. Admiral Jacques! I'm so happy you've joined the party. I actually have a gift I've been meaning to give you. Otto went to raise the arm they had just finished installing their new scavenge into, a micro cannon from the bar's armed defense droid, but found they were unable to move at all. Now is not the time for gifts, it would appear, Jacques said with a grin that split his face. I do hope you know how very long I have waited for this moment. Immediately, Otto felt every one of their process threads dying. Someone was beginning their forced shutdown sequence. Damn. And that's the first scene of the first chapter of my novel. That Hell yeah. is only ever going to have one chapter. Of course. But I want, I want your thoughts. Tell me. All right. So it's clear to me that the main character is a robot. Uh, that's, I'm glad I made that clear. That's that's pretty clear. Um, it's also clear to me that there is a federation and, and that there are organics and people gurgle. <laughs> um, those are some of the things that I, I've picked up. I assume- People gurgle. That's a real key point in this whole story. It's you... actually a story of how the gurgling <laughs> victims take over the universe. Yeah, I mean, it's the it's the gurgle. I mean, it's, I know that you had a whole name for the Federation. Yeah, the Andromeda Federation. The Andromeda Federation, but it's really a Federation of Gurglers. <laughs> federation of Gurglers, yes. And I think, I think the Andromeda Federation is probably a bunch of dicks. Just a bunch of dicks. They suck. Okay. Um, I've decided for literally no reason. Because <laughs> Otto is... Uh, as a character seems like an asshole, but I've decided that I like them. Now I'm and really happy. I just want to say I'm super duper happy that you said Otto is an asshole. Cause when I was making this character, the first line that I wrote down was, is an asshole. Yeah, but I, I like to believe that they're an asshole who's fighting for a good cause, even though I'm certain that they aren't. Um, <laughs> or uh, at least that they are they are performing mercenary work on behalf of a good cause, which is, of course, the rebellion resistance of rebellion. And they are trying to destroy the Andromeda Federation because of the gurgling. Do you want me to tell you what I have come up with for? It's actually pronounced Ado. I've been pronouncing my character's name wrong. It's not Otto. It's A-T-O, not A-U-T-O. Oh. But it's Ado. And but I'm just I, bad at pronouncing. Also, pronouncing it as Otto is kind of great in its own way. Yeah, like, I, I left room for error. I mean, the is thing also is also... Good. Ado also leaves room for error, clearly. Clearly. They're behind schedule. 
by 50.64 seconds. Yeah, I want to hear what you actually have because I'm curious about how on the money I was. So prior this chapter, the background, the history, Mm -hmm. Otto is a droid or robot, whatever term. They do have a body. They were invented by someone. I don't exactly know who. And that someone was murdered by the Andromeda Federation. (gasps) Gasp! Yeah, they were murdered by the Andromeda Federation because... Atto is a very dangerous machine, and it was illegal to make Atto, and therefore Atto is responsible. Illegal bot! Yeah, basically. So Atto's whole existence is, like, bad under the Andromeda Federation, and the Andromeda Federation has existed for a few thousand years, and Mm. Otto has existed for a few hundred years. Right. Otto has killed the previous Federation leader, which was mentioned in the beginning of the story, and Admiral Jux was Admiral Raelia's replacement. Right. Who has it out for Otto, because, you know, Otto has murdered a bunch of... This is not the first Federation leader Otto has murdered. (laughs) I like the... I like to imagine that every time a new Federation leader gets installed, their first thing is like, Adam's just like, all right, time to go. It's just like, that's the biggest threat. It's just this one robot. Yeah. And also, I like to think that the only people who really want to be Federation leaders anymore are the people who like have been hurt by Addo or yeah. like, so they really, they have it out for each other. There is this very endless cyclical yeah. combat that keeps renewing itself. Yeah. Which is interesting because you can kill Federation leaders and then they'll get replaced, but there's only one Addo. There is only one Addo, but Addo is also really good. And maybe the opening of this chapter doesn't elaborate on that. However, the ending of this chapter, and I haven't figured out how, yeah. Otto is going to fall into a black hole. Excellent. Otto Ideal. wakes up, and I originally thought Otto wakes up in a room. It's a very sterile room. Otto breaks out, and all it is is a box. And Otto is now drifting towards a black hole, and this box is just drifting away from them. But Otto doesn't die. Of course. Or Otto does, and something happens. I, I haven't come up with it yet. So I, this is this is I the have, first part of my craving. Right. How does Otto get sucked into the black hole? What is what is the inevitable you will never escape? Jux has set up this trap yeah. and like given Otto hope, but yeah. there is no hope. And then at the end of the chapter, the black hole happens. I'm curious, because this is going to influence the chapter... What happens also? Like, does Otto think, actually die? Is there something on the other side of the black hole? This is sci-fi. Yeah, It doesn't I think, have to be Otto gets crushed. But Otto, Otto could also be crushed, and then something else could happen. Do you want my ideas? Yeah, I do. Okay. All of them. My first thought is, so you know how in the Avengers, they have the containment thing for Loki that was originally supposed to be for the Hulk? Right, yeah. Um, Because, like, they can't directly kill him, mm. but they can trap him in there and drop him out of the sky. Ooh, and then we get some face-to-face time with Admiral Jacques. Exactly. You have, oh, you that's have very good. the whole thing of Addo is in this box and is going to be dropped towards the black hole because Admiral Juxtaposition. Jux, Jux, it's Z-H-U-X. Okay, Juxtaposition. Um, <laughs> Admiral Juxtaposition. God. <laughs> I think I have to change his name now. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Keep it as is. He is of the belief 
that if you they just kill Addo, Addo will have a backup somewhere, right? Because that's a thing that robots can do. They can just have a backup of the brain. That's and- a good idea. I didn't even think about that. I almost thought maybe Addo's a little too um, proud. But I think I think it, it doesn't even matter if they do have that. I think the point is like that they believe and okay, I have the other bit, which is that the Admiral believes that because there's no way that this that just one robot is with making only one so much trouble. Is making so much trouble. There oh. must be And Otto plays it up. Like, yeah, I totally have that all the while the sub process, which no one else can hear, by the way. Otto does talk to themselves um, a lot. Uh, which I really love the image of because yeah. it's relatable. Otto is just talking to the subprocess while Jux is talking to them and Jux is like starting to get a little mad because Jux realizes Otto is talking to themselves but cannot yeah. hear the other side of the conversation. Yeah. So I yeah. love this idea that Otto would never ever make a backup but starts to pretend and yeah, the subprocess is pretending. like, you don't. The oh, is- the, the cage blocks all signals except yeah. for voice. Uh, yeah, and he wants to see... Addo suffer in the yeah. cage where he can't transmit anything out. I mean, of course, Addo doesn't die, right? Addo doesn't die in the black hole because that's Addo too doesn't... simple. Yeah, also it's chapter one. Also it's chapter one. <laughs> it's your um, protagonist. Yeah. I was thinking Addo could die and then comes back as something else, which is why I kind of liked the backup idea. But what if it's a backup that Addo never created? Ooh. What if someone else made this backup? Oh, and here's the thing. Here's the here's the other thing about it because I still love my idea of the rebellion resistance of rebellion is that they created a backup in case Addo ever died so that Addo could like help them destroy the federation. <laughs> and Addo Otto's like, yeah, I was already doing that. I don't need your help. Otto's like, I don't need your help when they're asking for Otto's help. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I mean, you just have to have like all the comedy of Addo trying to adjust to the new body. Oh, that's very good. Right? Because it's not, like... it's not, because Addo, so Addo's also a bounty hunter, hence yeah. the bounty. Addo steals tech and upgrades themselves and has mm-hmm. survived mm-hmm. hundreds of years that way. Mm-hmm. This new body sucks, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are some of the parts on this new body? Okay, so it's gotta be like, a reconstructed like protocol droid of some kind, right? Oh, like a C three PO style. Oh, that's like, so bad. Shit that they tried to turn into because like they know how to recreate a droid, but they <laughs> wouldn't know how to create Addo from scratch because no one knows how to create Addo from scratch except for the their original creator who died. Yeah. Um. So it's like a protocol droid, and they just have like an awful voice that they hate. And oh, ooh. <laughs> not to get trans on it, but an awful voice. That's really good. I like and that. And like, yeah, body parts that are not made for like fluid movement. I'll have you know, points. <laughs> Goes to raise arm, can't. Yeah, basically can't raise arms above their head. Oh my goodness. Oh, and here's the fun thing. That's the reason why Addo ends up staying with the Rebellion. Because they're like, because fine. At first they're like... Like, oh, I got I, this. And then they try to open a door and they just miss the button because <laughs> their hand-eye coordination is off. Yeah. And they're like, they're just, it looks like they're leaning against the wall. And yeah. they just go, where's my room? Yeah. <laughs> and their whole thing is like, all right, I'll help you, but you need to build me a better body. Yeah. And so the only person who can is their old creator. Yeah. So they have to find the old lab of the oh. old creator who did have a hidden lab. Of, of course. course. 
I mean, that's where the actual mechanics of Addo were in the schematics. So yeah. Addo can make a new body for themselves. Yes, I love this. And that would be the novel. And then taking down the Federation. Yeah, because you have the, in the traditional hero's journey, even though this is the anti-hero's journey, right? There's the <laughs> point where the hero is back, basically. Of course, yeah, um, yeah. Of course, there's always that point where the hero is like, all right, I'm the hero now. And that's the point where Addo gets to build back their original body. It's the typical, like, hero starts on top of the world, hero is struck down and starts from nothing. Exactly, which is always fun and good and positive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I also love this because, like, probably the Rebellion has good reasons why they want to take down the Federation, oh. but Addo doesn't give a shit. I also want to say the Federation, for the most part is a really good place. They, you know, make sure everyone under the Federation's watch can eat, has a place to stay. There are probably a hundred or so planets under the Federation's, like, protection. So there's also that. And Otto super doesn't care, but I think the Rebellion does. I think the Rebellion does. I, 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 you know, it could be anything, right? There's always ways to make a utopia be dystopic for other people, right? Mm-hmm. To be like, if you're not in the Federation, of course. you're fucked. Or just to have it be like, oh yeah, you get food and this and this and this and this, but you can't do this. You can't criticize. You can't whatever. Hmm. Um, I mean, I actually, yeah. so for my, for the second... Yeah, give me the second part of your craving. So for the second part of the craving, I want to come up with why does the Rebellion want to take down the Federation? Because for all intents and purposes, I want the Federation to be 99% good. I want it to be like a civilization that does open its arms to new planets and will, of course, help you. Maybe not as... It's some Star Trek. Like, it's a yeah. Star Trek Federation It's a It's a thing. real good place. Yeah. It's just the fact that you can't create weapons of mass destruction, and under the classification, yeah. Addo was a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, and then they murdered. Yeah. I think almost, maybe, I can't decide if it's an accident or not. I think the creator dies. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm either in hiding or dies, but oh, Addo, Addo thinks is dead. Yeah. That's the underlying thing is Otto thinks they're dead. And because of that reason, has started murdering them for hundreds of years. Yeah. yeah, And now the Federation, of course, has very good reason to come after Otto. So why is there a rebellion? What has the Federation done that there's a rebellion? There's all sorts of options, right? There's petty reasons, (laughs) right? You fucking, like, executed my father or stuff (laughs) like that. I think, but then there's also reasons of like, sorry, let me just back up on you executed my father. There's absolutely a relative of Adam's creator. Oh no. And Adam just sort of meets this person and probably this person is who helped build the backup body. Oh, um, that's really good. And like the, they meet and they're like, hey, you're like kind of my dad's son. <laughs> We're kind of siblings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's really good for sibling dynamics. Of course it is, right? And one's organic okay. and one's robotic. I do also love the idea of the sub process getting jealous. <laughs> that's so good. Of that's like so good. when Otto eventually at some point during the story starts to warm up towards the yeah. sibling. You know what? Actually, I think Otto would care about the sibling because Otto cares about the creator. So therefore, Otto cares about this person. Uh, Unless. Until. Unless. Unless they're like, you're nothing like 
he was. Ooh. So I could definitely see this, like, Otto doesn't trust this person at first, but then they, like, prove themselves or something. They do prove themselves. And then there's the brotherly, I mean, I don't think either of them are brothers, but there's sibling love. Yeah. There's there's sibling loves. And then, of course, the sub-process, which is also Otto, I should say. Of course. Every every version of Otto is Otto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets jealous. Of course, and I love that. Because Adam usually talks to himself. It's very good. Ah, this is this is all very excellent. Disregarding petty reasons of like you did this specifically to my family. What are reasons in general that rebellion could want to take down this like good place? I was thinking. What if the Federation, by putting so much of its resources into trying to eliminate Ado, who for hundreds of years has been causing these problems, has started to fail the yeah, people? I and think like it started like the Federation as a result, some of the quote less important planets have started to have their resources yeah. pulled. There's something to be said about stagnation. Something that I've seen talk about is like, how do you have a state that never changes and call that utopia, Mm -hmm. right? Because the needs are always going to change. And probably at first the Federation was very good at like adapting, but now it has gotten so interested in tradition. And it's also because they've been fighting the same bot for hundreds hundreds of of years. They've begun to stagnate and the needs of the people and the beliefs of the people Uh have changed and and come forward and the federation has not gone with i do love that that's Um, real good thank you i think it might be a combination i think it might be i think it's both yeah i think it's gotta be right like you you have less resources because they're diverting them to yeah well and and they still look after the people Mm -hmm. sure but it is like there's a lot more of a of a realm of like we need to preserve tradition we need to preserve the way that we've done things. And I think Jux is the pinnacle of this. I think Jux was, we are... Lawful neutrality. I almost want to say, like, lawful evil. Lawful evil versus chaotic neutral, which is Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a pretty good reason for rebelling to be like, once upon a time, this place was uh, pretty sick, but also, like, we're being supplied with the same food that we were supplied with hundreds of years ago and like no one wants to make anything new and invent Mm -hmm. anything new which also plays in well to the theme of Addo trying to go back to their old body Mm. or to build a new body Addo finds the schematics and then tosses them aside even though they've journeyed so far and just looks at everything around them and is like you know I can do better yeah exactly exactly and then you have of course the Iron Man style montage (laughs) Of Addo My favorite and the, book thing, the the Iron Man style montage, is a great read. Oh right, this is a book. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got really into the aesthetics of this. Okay, you know here, and that's that's a good that's good because, and maybe this is a little extra of me, but the video game that I want to create does take place in the Milky Way galaxy. Uh-huh. The story <laughs> takes place in the Andromeda galaxy, and they are the same universe. Listen. Claire, I need you to understand that as me being me, I love that. I think that that is amazing because I am also a person who has found a way to link my modern day werewolf story to two different timelines. One that's an apocalyptic timeline and another that is a sci-fi like future timeline and the linkage is the ways magic appear. And this is the ideal thing to do. I was Um, thinking about it this morning and I am just going to have an Andromeda Federation soldier in my game at one point. Not obvious, just be like, hmm, I missed the fleet 
back in the Andromeda galaxy or just some yeah. offhand. And then I eventually want to make a sequel that is this story. Of course. So my point was all these beautiful visuals that you're thinking up is great because I do want to eventually perfect. turn them into this a game. This is perfect. This is perfect. Yeah. Also, the sibling helps Addo create their new body. I thought for I, sure. That oh, was, for that sure. Was, I thought I didn't know if I wanted to make that clear. I think Otto's sibling probably like does the same thing that the father did, but not to the same degree. I'm, th- I'm thinking yeah. like does ship work like probably yeah is a ship engineer versus Otto's like yeah creator or father. I guess we're just saying at this point. Yeah, Otto has a daddy. Um... <laughs> We've got Addo, Addo's daddy. Um, yeah, this is good. This is very, very cool. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that we flushed this out. This is definitely. I know how this first chapter is going to go now. You've given, you've solved my craving of not knowing how to write this chapter. This is the ideal. We've done collaborative yeah. storytelling. Is what we've done here. It's Claire. really good. This is what my thesis is about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to give me a thesis craving? Um, I don't have a thesis craving, and before I get into my craving... You're gonna write a thesis on it? Uh, no, though I could. I would <laughs> like to, uh, do a fan craving. Ooh, okay. Um, a fraving. A fraving. We had a fraving submission from someone who listens to the show, and I'd like for us to hear what the craving is, and, uh... Can we say who the craving was from? They have a, they have a, a way that they've signed it. So. Oh, great. All right. Go ahead and read it. I'm all ears. So here's the submission. Hello, Brianna and Claire. Big fan of the podcast. Thank you. Wow. I was wondering if you ladies would be interested in solving my craving. Orcs. Oh, no. (laughs) It's so hard to find smart orc content. They often get typecasted as beefy bimbos, and they are so much more than that. What do? Sincerely thirsty for an orc GF. Uh, Okay, so I just, I know, I know exactly where you're going to go with this. I know exactly where you're going to go with this. I mean, there's a lot of places to go with it. Lem. I mean, yeah, Lem, obviously. Uh, Friends at the table, the thing that comes up on this podcast probably every episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm 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 generally pro the way that Friends at the Table has done orcs. Like, it's the the way that the world is is that orcs are archivists mm-hmm. and like nerds. Yeah, they're nerdy archivists. They're the big buff nerdy boyfriend that they, you always thought you need. The, exactly, and that's and that's a super duper good way to take them. So Thirsty for an Orc GF needs us to come up with some more stuff, and so we've got that example, right? We've got that example. There's other examples, I'm sure, of people doing doing orcs well but they are few and far between so claire what's the how can we make orcs uh get what they deserve so i'm just gonna go on a limb here and say we have to keep them beefy of course if you uh, what's a you can't have an orc twink that's not how that works (laughs) wait Wait. But you could. But you could have an orc twink. Thinking about it, you could have Thinking about it again, I kind of like the idea of an orc twink. I mean, I'm a fan of orc twinks. They're very, like, they're very sleek and slender orcs. And what if they're, like, water-based, like, mission people? Like, they can swim real good because they're so twinky. Claire, 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 Claire. Pirate orcs, pirate orcs, pirate orcs. (laughs) Someone brought up that you bring up pirates a lot. Someone did bring up that I bring up pirates a lot, so maybe we don't need to go 
I mean, you could just have mermaid orcs. Mm. You have, you have. I feel like we gotta, we gotta keep orcs, orcs. Though. We do we gotta can't keep just orcs, orcs. Combine orcs with other true creatures. I, I like the idea that orcs are just They're, really good at swimming. Are for sure mermaid orcs. That's for sure. Those exist one hundred percent. But I want to talk about orcs. I think, I think orcs probably these orcs at the very least, and I don't think they're all Twinkie, right? There, there's some that yeah. are. There's some that's beefy. It's you know a variation, just like humans have. Wild. Um, wild. A fantasy race is getting to have <laughs> variation. Variations. Huh, wow. Weird. Um, but I think they probably live and are are on like an island like mm. area that has probably mountainous, right? Because orcs being I think in the mountains is always boat. fun to me. I think they're probably like near water and they do a lot of boat stuff. Probably and they like fish yeah. a lot. Yeah, they're probably like an island group, right? Yeah. Island orcs. Beach orcs. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because they're 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 you have fisher orcs. Party orcs. Party orcs. Oh, that's good. Party orcs having like bonfires on the beach. Yeah. And you know you have your frat bro orc. Oh, you definitely. That's your traditional frat. orc who does cause mayhem and destruction. Is your frat bro orc? <laughs> and it's not because they're an orc. It's because because they are drunk. <laughs> yeah. And then they wake up the next day and they're like, "Oh, I am so sorry. I am <laughs> yeah. so embarrassed yeah, of yeah, my yeah, actions. Yeah, yeah. I caused mayhem <laughs> on this nice beach. Yeah. I was so drunk. And there's probably a very like. There's a big thing about responsibility because, like, mm-hmm. this is all we've got, right? Like, you yeah, know, you can't just go around causing mayhem because someone has to clean that up. We don't have the wide open expanse to just go start a new somewhere else. Yeah. We got to respect the place that we're from. But at the same time, yeah. there are parties. If I may, I think you you have some nerd orcs, right? Because, like, can I can I throw an idea out there? Yeah, throw me an idea. What if the orcs have? A game called Tusks and Dragons. <laughs> and it is a dice based game. And they do play it. <laughs> and they play as humans. <laughs> and humans only have one body type. Yeah. And it is it is large and there is no variation. Yeah. And they all <laughs> they all wage war. Yeah, pr- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just a species of war wagers who don't think through their actions. <laughs> and orcs are just like, wow, I'm really glad that doesn't exist in real life. Yeah, yeah. And of course, like, I think this is probably a universe where there's other fantasy races. Probably no humans, though. Elves, elves, I'm just gonna say this. They make airplanes and they do fly around in the air a lot. Oh, probably. And like, because one of the things about orcs that is unfortunate is the way that they are always viewed as like corrupted elves. Mm, oh. Um, the two traditional ways that orcs tend to get made in fantasy one is they're elves who fell to like corruption, to demons to some sort of thing and became orcs. Um, the other way is that they are manufactured in like a forge by someone or something. Um, now, I kind of like the first idea and now hear me out. Okay. Orcs orcs are descended from elves and they, they teamed up with some demons for sure. Demons aren't bad. Demons okay. demons help out in orc society. In fact, like yeah. some some orcs have demon daddies. <laughs> I, I mean, yes. <laughs> um, and 
you know, that's probably pretty established in, in orc society. It's just like, we have this sort of culture. We have these sorts of people around. And like, I think that orcs and elves have a pretty cordial relationship. Yeah, right? I think the elves come in with their airplanes and like unload and bring in new resources. They, like, have, a, they have a good training When the inevitable, like, you know, the frat bro party destruction happens, you know, the elves are there to help out. They're, they're, they're helping, they're giving. I mean, I think it's similar to the way that in our world, England and France used to be sworn enemies, and now they're chill with one another for some reason. <laughs> the reason is history. That, That's right? my it's... favorite citation, history. <laughs> and orcs are, orcs go and help out with the elves too, right? They've got their whole uh, own things going on. But I think, yeah, I think the orcs have a pretty good island society. I think the other thing that is great about this is that you get orcs in Hawaiian shirts, which is perfect with like swim shorts. And beach that's, volleyball orcs. You beach volleyball orcs. There you go. You have your beach volleyball orc girlfriend ready yeah. to beat the competition for you. Exactly. I hope that satisfies your craving. Yeah, I, we we've we've done our best to bring bring you some good orcs. Yeah. Do you want to give me with a, a non orc craving, maybe a <laughs> a nork craving? A nork craving. Sure. So of furniture pieces in <laughs> that. Okay. Yeah. Let me. Let me, <laughs> let me finish. I'm not saying anything. There's a lot of furniture pieces that are necessary. And then there's furniture pieces that aren't so much necessary as cool. Okay. And stuff that I want to have. One of the things that I've said that like, if I were to ever get myself like a furniture piece that is superfluous in some way. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I have to ask. Can you define furniture piece? <laughs> sure. It's like a sit furniture piece. so like a chair couch and then there's a storage furniture piece like a bookshelf and then there's a table furniture piece or a cupboard furniture piece and then there's bed furniture piece. you're just putting furniture piece at the end of boards what do you want what what other definition of furniture piece do you want it's a thing that goes in your house that you okay, use great that was a very a good big definition thing that goes in your house that you use for purposes. Okay, great. Go on. <laughs> and one of one such you... furniture piece that I want that I absolutely do not need, but that I super want is to have a vanity. Oh, okay. Doing makeup is hard when you're disabled and mirrors standing up, not a good time. Mm -hmm. Vanities would solve this issue, right? You don't have to lean anywhere. You don't have to, you can sit down and do all that. And I want to know what are some of the features of the ideal vanity? I think we have to have like the, the uh, plug-in port, right? Yes! It's modern. It's modern. You have to have, you have to have a phone charger. You have to have a phone charger because like you need to have the phone playing music while and, you're And also the mirror is a touchscreen. The mirror is a touch Okay, well hang on. Okay, well hang okay. Yes. And why? Well, like, what purpose does having it be a touchscreen serve? What can the mirror do? It also has um, speakers and bass that can play music as you do your makeup. And okay. so you control the okay. music with right. the touchscreen. Right. Okay. And it's connected to Spotify, you know. Yeah, 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 of course. Or connected to your phone. Or your favorite podcast. Or your favorite podcast. You can play your, you, yeah. Which you can, yeah, you can play you Salt Cravings. play cravings. Salt Cravings on your vanity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's an excellent feature. I think just like perfect drawers. 
right? Just perfect drawers for all of the different makeup things. And you have it all organized perfectly, right? So that you can, you know, just sort of reach and- This sounds like a craving I would have. And so I am going to say, you know, an attic door where if you're in the attic, you can sort of pull it up uh, and like open it. What if you had something like that on top of the vanity and you pulled it open and sort of it was like a pop-up book, but instead of a pop-up thing, you open it and there's like trays oh, yeah, for your yeah, makeup yeah, yeah, and yeah, then you yeah, can yeah. just close that again yeah. and it all goes away. Yeah, I really, I that's, that's super cool and I am so into that. You have to have obviously good lighting, but oh, here's the thing about the lighting. You can change the lighting using the touchscreen <laughs> for different levels of light oh. depending on the situation you're going into. Are you right? going to a club? Are you going, are you going, to, going to a, a ball work? dance? Are you going to work? Ball dance are is you... a good <laughs> phrase. Yeah, are you going to a ball dance you can probably set defaults of like here's the work setting Mm. right here's the club setting i don't know um (laughs) maybe it's a little too maybe some people won't like this but i like this what if you could sync your calendar to it and then if you have the event with the location it can start to predict the light setting for the Mm, time i like this is just my tech thing being like oh we could just easily predict your location based on your phone and what's in your calendar the time that you're going out yeah absolutely it's not sure. funny. It's, it's just not funny, good for... but it is. It's just useful. It's just a yeah. useful thing that some people would would really enjoy, including you, including me. Yeah. I think you have to have a good chair. Ooh, is the chair the part of, a part of the vanity? I think I think it could probably be connected to it. How um, so? How does it connect? Does it fold away easy, or like what's up? Yeah, maybe it's something like that where it just folds away. I mean, it has to be comfortable. That's important. It has to be comfortable and have like a full back. Which is important. <laughs> you don't want a stool? Wow. No, I'm good. You don't just want a stool with no arm or back support? Yeah. I and think... it's a hard stool. There's no cushioning hard. whatsoever. Uh, that's exactly what I want. I think it could probably be moved, like, in terms of how close you want it, right? It can probably adjust. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't need to be connected to the vanity. Is this excessive? No. Nah. Okay, so, so yeah, and probably it folds away, right? Because, you know, you can probably, oh, oh, and to keep with the tech things, you got a button. The button <laughs> for make the chair come out or okay. make the chair fold back in. Okay. Then you don't have to, like, you know, go through the whole thing. Of, of, the of moving the chair yourself with your arm, yes. I think it folds into the vanity, right? Okay. So you have that space available for existing. Uh I guess. I was thinking you press the back of the chair, like it's a solid front, and then in the middle there's a square, and you push that in like a button, or a click in, and it pops out, and the back increases up, so you have a full back. I like that too. Yeah. I'm into that too. I mean, we can have all sorts of, we could probably have all sorts of different designs. We have all sorts of very good vanity designs. Very good vanity designs. Some probably maybe don't even have the chair as a part of it, right? It's maybe. just bring your own chair. BYOC, <laughs> bring your own chair. Now that's a party. <laughs> now that's a party. All the orcs have BYOC parties. Here, Here's one last question. When you look into the mirror, do you want it? To like show you different makeup options. Yes, 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 yes. This is exactly the thing that I that I want. Cause there's apps that do that on a phone. And then the vanity just highlights your drawers that oh contains my God. the makeup this of so the advanced. look. 
I, yeah, I, 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 fuck, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that that's for sure. This is the vanity of the future, and it's the vanity we all deserve. What's it called? Vanna 2.0. What? Like, Vanity 2.0. Yeah. Vanna 2. So you know how vain is the feeling that the vanity is named after, and yes. vain is also a thing in your body. What if we called it the capillary? Well, uh, we can't come up with anything better than that. It's called the capillary. <laughs> The high-tech capillary. <laughs> the high-tech capillary of the future. It's like caterpillar. Uh, there's a caterpillar color. Oh, that's adorable. Obviously, there's lots of different colors, yeah. so you can customize it. What's for... your favorite caterpillar style? What's your favorite caterpillar style? It's all customizable. It's all customizable. Well, with your capillary under your arm <laughs> as you're carrying it out the door. Yeah, this giant vanity. It folds under... down into okay, a, a perfect, an inch-by-inch inch cube. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. It, has, it's, it is perfect. That's it true. is of the future. Um, this has been Salt Cravings. This has been Salt Cravings. Um, if you want to find us on the social medias, you can find us at Salt Cravings on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And hey, if you want to hear your orc fantasies or maybe your other fantasies that are also cravings, yeah. um, you can email us at contact at saltcravings.com. And yeah, and we will we will check it and, uh, and we'll satisfy your cravings we will satisfy your cravings one way solutions. or another <laughs> we're gonna find you we're <laughs> gonna get you get you get you get you <laughs> if you want to do something nice for us leave us a review or rating on i'm pretty sure that's the same thing on we, itunes at on least. itunes go at to least. itunes can you do that on google play you could probably do that probably. on google play you know what i have an idea listener go to google play open it up and try to leave a review <laughs> Then you'll know for sure. Yeah, yeah. Or or just do it on iTunes where you definitely can do it. Yeah. Or um, both. Or hey, you know, all of the other podcast apps. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, do that wherever you listen to podcasts. If it goes in your ears, make sure to frack it down and <laughs> then, you know, force it to tell you where are the reviews? Where are the ratings? Where do I go? What door is the ratings? If you don't tell me, I will find you and I will... <laughs> <laughs> or, and I will send Otto after you. I will send Otto after you. <laughs> I am actually Otto's sibling. Wow, this is a plot twist. It was my father who invented Otto. Yes, what a cliffhanger to leave this episode on. And also, there's a black hole. <gasps> okay, bye. bye.